Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new show on education. I'm your host, Shannon Winston. And today, we'll be reading this story. Hang on, let me get to it. Um, I really want to read this. I'm really excited about reading this. I gotta find it. Um, looking. Looking. It's about Christmas. Here we go. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. To a little Gretchen and the wooden shoes by Elizabeth Harrison. Once upon a time, so long ago, that everybody has forgotten the date. And a city in the north of Europe with such a hard name that nobody can ever remember it. There was a little zippity old boy named Wolf, whose parents were dead, who lived with a closet stitching all the aunt, who never thought of kissing him more than once a year, and who sighed deeply whenever she gave him a bowl full of soup. But the poor little fellow had such a sweet nature that in spite of everything, he loved the old woman, although he was terribly afraid of her. He could never look at her ugly old face without shivering. 
as this handsome little wolf was known to have a house of her own and an old woolen stocking full of gold. She dared not to send the boy to a charity school, but in order to get a reduction in the price, she had to wrangle with the master of the school, to which the little wolf finally went that this bad man fixed and every people so poorly dressed and big so little often punished him unjustly and he would purchase it his companions against him so that the three boys also the rich parents made a drudge and laughing stock of the little fellow. This poor little one was thus as wretched as a child could be and used to hide himself in quarters to weep wherever Christmas came. And it was <coughs> you see, it was the schoolmaster's custom to take all its pupils to midnight mass on Christmas Eve and to bring them home again afterward. And now, as this winter, as the winter this year was very bitter, and his heavy snow had been falling for several days. All the boys came, well buttered up in warm clothes, with fur caps pulled over their ears, padded jackets, gloves, and mittens, and strong, thick old boots. Only Little Wolf presented himself, shivering in the poor clothes he used to wear most weekdays and Sundays, and having gone be only thin socks and one heavy wood shoes, his noisy companions doing his sad face and awkward appearance. Made mending jokes at his expense. But the little fellow was so busy blowing on his fingers and was suffering so much with the children, he took no notice of them. There's a band of youngsters walking two and two behind the master started for the church. It was a pleasant, it, it was pleasant in the church, which was brilliant with lighted kittles, and the boys excited by the warmth took advantage of the music of the choir and the organ. 
to chatter amongst themselves in low tones. They bragged about the fun that was waiting, awaiting them at home. The May was silencing just before starting off. An immense goose ready stuffed and dressed for cooking at the alderman's home. There was a little pine tree with branches laid down with oranges sweet and toys. And the lawyer's cook had put on her cap with such care she never thought of taking unless she was expecting something very good. Then they talked too of the of all that the Christ child was going to bring to them of all he was going to put in their shoes which you might be sure they would take good care to leave in the chimney place before going to bed and the eyes of these little urchins as lively awoke in the morning and saw Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped a line. As lively as the cage of mice were sparkling in advance of the joy who was. I'm sorry, they would have when they awoke in the morning. And saw the pink black pink bag full of sugar plums. The little lead soldiers ranged in their companies and their boxes. The menageries of smell of varnish wood and the magnificent jumping jacks and rubble and tin. Alas, little wolf knew by the experience that his old miser of an ant was sending to mid supperless, but with childlike faith and certain of having met all year as good and industrious possible, he ordered the Christ child. Without forgetting, and so he too played to place his wood shoes in good time in the fireplace. Midnight mass over, the worshippers departed, eager for their fun, and the magic people always walking two by two. And following the teacher, left the church. Now in the porch, and seated on a stone bench, then a niche of a painted arch, 
This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. For his garment, for his garment was white and new. And near him on the floor was a bundle of carpenter's tools. And the color, and the color light up the stars. His face with his closed eyes shone with a halo of divine sweetness and his long curling blonde locks seemed to form a halo about his brow but his little child's feet made blue by the cold of the bitter night bitter December night more pitiful to see the boys so well clothed for the winter weather passed. Mike, why are they different to the new job? Several of them, sons of the nobles of the town, however, cast some very bond looks in which could be read all this going on the rich for the poor of the well fed for the hungry but little wolf but little wolf coming last out of the church stopped deadly touch before the beautiful sleepy child Oh dear, said the little fellow to himself. This is frightful. This poor little one has no shoes and stockings in this bad weather. And what is worse is not even a wooden shoe to leave. Near them tonight while he sleeps. He went to which little quiet job can't find something good to soothe his misery and carried away by his loving heart. Wolf drew the best. Wolf drew the one shoe from his right foot landed down before the sleepy child and as best as they could sometimes humming 
sometimes living with his son was but snow. He went home to his aunt. Look at that. Look at that good for nothing, cried the little old woman, full of wrath at the sight of this shoeless boy. What have you done with your shoe, little fellow? Little wolf did not know how to lie. They all fell, trembling with terror. When he saw the rage of the old Drew, he tried to relate his visitor. But the miserly old creature burst into a frightful fit of laughter. Aha! So my young gentleman stripped himself of the beggars. Aha! My young gentleman breaks his parachutes for a barefoot. Here's something new for soon. Very well. Citizen, it's this way. I shall put the only shoe that is left into the chimney place. And I'll answer for it that the Christ child will put them in. We'll put in something tonight to be with the morning, and you will only have, and you will have only a crust of bread and water tomorrow, and we shall see in the next time. You will be giving your shoes the first bag upon the cup so long. And the wicked woman coming back to the ears of the poor little fellow made him climb up into the loft where he had his wretched cubby desolate. The child went to bed in the dark and soon fell asleep, but his pillow was wet with tears. But behold, the next morning, when the old woman wakened early by the cold, went downstairs, a wonder of wonders. She saw the big chimney filled with shining toys, bags of manuscripts, bags of magnificent marbles, the riches of every sort, and standing out in front of all this treasure was the right wood shoe which the boy had given to the little vagabond. 
Yes. Poseidon, the one which she had placed in the chimney to hold a bunch of switches. As Little Wolf, attracted by the cries of his aunt, stood in the ecstasy of childish delight. <coughs> Before this blessed Christmas gift, shouts of laughter were heard outside. The woman standing. Alright, let's skip that. The woman and child ran to see what all this was about. And behold, all the gusts of this town were standing around the public fountain. What could have happened? Oh, a most ridiculous and extraordinary thing. The children of the witches men in town whom their parents had planted upon in the most beautiful present, and only that pictures they used. Then, with the old woman and the child thinking about all their riches in their chimney, were filled with fear. But suddenly, they saw the priest appear. His countenance full of astonishment, just above just above the bench, near the door of the church, in the very spot where, number four, a child in a white garment and bare feet and with their feet. In spite of the cold, had rested in lovely hand. The priest had found a circlet of gold embedded the old balloons. Then they all Cross them now and I'm getting tired. Then they all cross themselves developed, perceiving that this beautiful sleepy job with the carpenter's tool. And then Jesus down Nazareth himself would come back for one hour just just as he had been when he used to work in the home of his parents. And reverently they bowed they bowed before this miracle. 
which the good God had done to reward the faith and the love of the little child. Man, I hope everyone enjoyed that story. That's a little story about Christmas. Oh, yeah. Join me next week. And I, as I read you another story. And don't forget to tune in to Brianna Danger. And I'll spread it at 1230. And she was another great topic. And everybody... I hope everybody's celebrating Christmas and a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful weekend to come. And I'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.